Welcome to Toast in the Morning. It is now time to put on your big boy pants. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Week six. So week, welcome. Well, it's not week six. Week episode six. Episode like week six. four, probably. Sorry. Well, maybe like week eight, seven and eight, a half. Eight, eight. No. Oh wait, no. No, because we, we, we nah. no. Well, because we did have like a week or two where we had like two episodes. We put the first for two episodes out in like two weeks. But anyways, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, here we are. Point. Toast in the morning. You know. We'll be getting a little bit more frequent sooner or later. We're in the final stretch of the semester. Yeah, you know, it's obviously very important. You know, school is kind of important, you know? I guess. Yeah, yeah, you know, we dabble in school a little bit, and, you know, we got to get, we have to get through that little bump, and then we'll be smooth sailing in 2021, and daily uploads, and t-shirts, and merch. Merch. <laughs> merch. Imagine if we make merch. A little stuffed <laughs> toast. <laughs> stuffed toast. So we got on the agenda. We can make one that's like French oh, toast, oh. and it has a little mustache. Oh my! We oui, we. Oui. <laughs> People are like cultural appropriation. Oh my oh. god! We get canceled. Yeah, we got canceled on week on episode six. Yeah, t- take down the uh, the small boy. It's the big corporations. Da- okay, I, I don't want to dabble into that. Big news in the world. We got a vaccine coming. Hopefully, we yeah, clear things shout up. Shout out to my boys bit. at Pfizer, baby. Pfizer getting it done with their yeah. mRNA vaccine. I know, man. I know. I, I, I know that's been a big topic of discussion in the Flores household. Oh, 100%. Love, love Pfizer. What I thought you guys were more, more uh, Moderna guys. You know, you know, we dabbled with them for a little bit, but, you know, we had to set our loyalty for, you know, you know the company that had the you know had the potential. So we, we love Pfizer what they're doing. You know University of Oxford. You know they're kind of slumping on us a little bit. You know yeah, going to twenty twenty one fresh new president, new vaccine, new life, new life. Yeah, exactly. And a new zombie apocalypse. Forget twenty twenty as soon as possible. Yeah, honestly. Can't wait for the next uh, pandemic to come out of the zombie apocalypse. The zombie apocalypse. The zombie apocalypse. Hell yeah, I'm ready for that. Okay, maybe uh, not. Actually, let's not. talk about some games though. So we have honestly, some- respect. We, we had some. We I think I think I did pretty damn good last week with my picks if I remember correctly. I only got a couple wrong. I got, I think I got like five. I know like the like the one o'clock games. I think I was perfect and not maybe I got like one wrong. We I think we agreed on every one o'clock game. I believe so. No, we had the. I think we had the Titans winning. I think we both had the Titans winning. And were the Titans playing? The Browns and they got killed. And we'll we'll talk. Oh, we'll, yeah. we'll, 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 we'll talk about that. that. We'll, get, we'll, we'll get to that, but. We could talk about the Thursday night game that took place a couple days ago, Patriots and Rams. Okay, we'll get to that. Let's start from the top. Let's hit, let's hit oh. some of those Sunday details. Oh, okay. That was Sunday, okay. December 6th. We can do that. We can do we that. We had New Orleans, Atlanta. I mean, nothing too special about the nope. game. Kind of boring. Nope. Just Honestly, mm-hmm. it is what it is. I say we should move on from that game. We yeah, had Detroit, Detroit-Chicago, another one where no, it's well, like but, but the, watching the downfall of Chicago. Was it really a uphill? Like, the, was it like really like a high? There was a, they had there, one fluke There was year one in week where I, there was no. But the, well, I'm saying last this season there was like a. Well, moment they started three and zero. Oh. No, they were five and one. Five. They were five and what? zero. No, they were not five and zero. Oh. They were five and zero. Oh, I'm pretty sure. There was a, mo- a second where I had to look at myself in the mirror and be like, "Is Chicago for real?" I I didn't even buy into them. I didn't buy into them, especially offensively. They, what Nick Foles? Like, come on, Matt Nagy's a he's. 
Mitchell Trubisky, I guess you could say played better. But... I guess he played better, but Matt Nagy's a hack. He's not a good head coach, honestly. He, sh- he he's should be fired. He's an offensive coordinator, if anything. He should be fired, honestly. His game planning, play design, everything, play calling, it's, it's not good. Not good whatsoever. Detroit's getting some wins in the post-Patricia uh, era. Post-Patricia era, Darren Bevel, the infamous uh, goal line. He was the offensive coordinator for the yep. Seahawks. and uh, So he's not the most beloved person, but uh, he got his first win. They came back. I believe they were down by like 10, and they came back. So uh, going on them, I they guess. Cleveland-Tennessee. Even though Tennessee got let back in the game late and they still had a shot, what the hell happened to their defense in the first half? Swiss cheese. Just absolutely shut like, out. I've never been the biggest fan of Baker Mayfield or the believer. He's always looked kind of questionable. What I'm not saying. He's definitely a starting quarterback in this mm-hmm. league. But I've always kind of questions like, hey, is Baker Mayfield, like, for real? He's the first overall pick. Is this guy, like, legit? He was really the man in that last game. Like, he was getting it done. It was a mixture of Tennessee wasn't playing well, but he was making throws, making plays, and he looked pretty damn good. I think this was his best performance of the year. Of his uh, career, possibly. It could be. I know he had that great performance against Cincinnati earlier this year, but it's Cincinnati. And we'll talk about Cincinnati when we talk about the Dolphins game because I have a lot to say about that, about that fucking team. Sorry, I curse again. Ooh, oh whatever. God. We're But I think that was like that first half performance by Baker. Holy, just tore the the Titans a new one. Just absolutely just ripped them apart. And like I've always been a always been a fan of Baker coming out of college. I will. I loved. I loved him coming out of college. A very accurate passer. I, I liked his charisma. I, I didn't mind him, you know, the grabbing of the junk, kind of a little bit more, shows a lot of character. Yep. Maybe you can, not with that, but I, I liked a lot of his energy as a leader. And, you know, it's obviously been an inconsistent uphill battle with him, with con- with consistency issues, and, you know, I know... And as accurate a passer was in college, he's had he had severe accuracy issues to start off his career. I think just recently now, I think dating back from last season... With the, with the Freddie Kitchens, like that was a, that, that whole team was pretty bad. But he's supposed to be a genius too. But I digress. I never bought. I never bought that. And like that. That was, that was all Greg Williams, and we'll talk about Greg Williams in a bit. But uh, that was all Greg Williams being Greg Williams and getting a, a reaction, also because of how bad Hugh Jackson's. But that was last year. But yeah, credit to uh, Baker Mayfield to making it work with guys like Donovan Pe- Donovan Peoples Jones and uh, what uh, Rashad Higgins and. Although he does have obviously Cream Hunt, Nick Chubb, but credit to that offense, just absolutely torched, torched Tennessee, torched them. Forty-one points. That's crazy. That they it seems like it's crazy how much of a culture change they've had over in Cleveland. Yeah, they went from being on sixteen a couple years ago to what? What is their record now? Nine and three. I think they're nine and three. Oh, yeah, nine and three. Nine and three. Credit to Kevin Stefanski. And they're, they're four and two on the road too. Yeah, credit to Kevin Stefanski. He's done some really good things. I wasn't a big fan of the hire to begin with, but it seems like they've they've got something there with them. Doing good, uh, doing a good job there with uh, the new head coach. And yeah, it seems like they're turning in. I'm excited about this next game because I know you have a lot to say about Cincinnati, Miami. Uh, even though yeah. Miami won, they lost that game mentally. Like that's that's what a re- mean? I mean for themselves, that's like almost a morale killer to go into Cincinnati and you're winning nineteen seven. This is supposed to be a week now you're going to a harder schedule, you're supposed to kinda of bury I... into Cincinnati. And now you, there's more more questions have arose for, I feel like from that week 
than anything. Like, is Tua ready? Is he injured? What's going on? Is Fitzpatrick going to be able to bring us through? I, I don't know that last part that you're talking about. I'm I, watching I, that game. I, I, I mean, think like, it was an ugly ass win. Yeah. Okay. That first half was terrible by Miami. Absolutely terrible. Um, offensively, they were lost. They were lost that first half. Did not do anything. Tua struggled, and running game was really non-existent. But then the second half came around. Up. Uh, uh, I kind of like Gaskin. <sighs> Gaskin. You know what? Okay, so I like Gaskin. Like the fact that you get someone for the seventh round. He was the last running back taken in 2019, and you got some value. I think that's a great find. Credit to Chris Greer and the coach and the scouting department. You guys had some but, real good running backs for the past couple of years. But the thing is with Gaskin, I, I think he's just very limited when it comes to what, his skill set or what. Yeah, he, with, is the, no, with his skill set, I, I think he does all, everything okay. He doesn't really, and and the he's prob- a good filler. And the yeah, but the problem is, it's like okay, he can do everything okay, but there's nothing that really stands out and that really can make him to be a, a better player. Yeah. So like when and, you had like Lamar Miller, who's a great receiver, he, he can get things. Yeah. A elusive JJ was yeah. running through and, and people. Also, yeah. And also like, I, I just, his, his ball carry vision is kind of, and also he had a great run at the end of the game. And then he, the ball got punched out. Like, it's just like, but it's like also like get two hands around. It's the second time he's fumbled the ball this year. So, but a lot worse than that. Yeah, see Zeke in Dallas was well, he oh, six well, or seven times. Well, yeah, but like Gaskin, like look, he's a, a very solid backup player. Like he's as a backup, I'll take him. He's a guy on your roster. You want he's on your, guy roster. your roster? He's solid, and the fact that you get him, you got him on a seventh round pick, all the power. That's awesome. Uh but he's uh, he's not the the guy, honestly. There, uh, but it's also a mix of uh, the old line being still being a work in progress and. All of that, but the thing that I really liked about Miami's offense in the second half was uh, no huddle, tempo offense. You know, got the Bengals off guard a little bit. The thing that really concerns me is the red zone. They were in the red zone, maybe like I think they're like in there like four times I want to say, and three of those times they kicked the field goal. Mm-hmm. Like, and one of those times they were at the goal line and they kept running the ball, and it's like. You ran the ball three times. It's like I understand the Dolphins want to be this power, like like ground and pound offense. But the thing is, they're not there yet. They're not there. They don't have the old line. They don't have the running back. They don't. You have Eric Flowers. Well, he's injured. Actually, he he's not playing tomorrow. Um, honestly, you're lucky. Honestly, he's arguably our best or second best offensive lineman. He's not been terrible. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. He has been terrible. I've got too much PTSD from that man. Well, yeah, of course. But the Dolphins knew what they were getting into signing. Like signing. They, they they knew. They knew about his limitations, but they but also like who was on the the old line market? Like they weren't going to overspend on someone. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like, the Giants did, they, did overspend. We overspent on Soldier. We brought yeah. in Zeitler, arguably yeah. on a little yeah. too much. But honestly, I, I don't mind the, that deal because it's a three-year deal, $30 million, and all that money is pretty much guaranteed. and like It's, it's pretty much front-loaded. And so, like, he can play for two years, and then they can cut him for that third year. Like, honestly, it, it, it's a fine deal, fine structure of a deal. But honestly, when he when he came out with that injury, the O-line actually played better without him. So I'll, it's very interesting to see how that's going to work with three rookie offensive linemen there. For Miami, very curious, and 
I just want to talk about quickly that whole brawl fight incident. Yeah. That happened. Michael Thomas of AKA probably the third best Michael Thomas in the league. There's definitely another Michael Thomas out there. Okay. Just absolutely tries to kill Jakeem Grant. Not once, but twice. But twice. Yeah. He does it twice. And the ball is... He gets he arrives at Jakeem Grant before the ball gets to him. And that starts a huge scrum. Brian Flores... Brian is, Flores, Brian Flores was going to kill someone. He was going to kill someone. That's my coach. Like, how do you... You want to run through a brick wall for Brian dude, Flores. That man is... He's a real good coach. Dude, it's... I hope like this process for Miami works out and they like they they make good runs in the playoffs and they get Super Bowls and all that cuz the thing is now it's like okay this is your guy. this is success but also it's like you can get free agents on a cheap deal cuz they're like they, I don't care I want to play for that guy and win a win a Super Bowl I want to go you know make big uh, I want to go on deep playoff runs for that guy cuz look at Look at like even Le'Veon Bell for the Kansas City. He's a backup, but he wanted to go there because it's Andy Reid and the Chiefs. That's the thing. So there was he, a trade, but no, he no, he signed there. Oh, I forgot he got cut. That's yeah, my he bad. got cut. Yeah. So Brian Flores was going to kill Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor had nothing, and and oh my God, the the crap that Michael Thomas goes on Instagram after the game, he starts laughing like a laughing emojis. Only in Miami, whatever, talking of all this garbage. Enjoy the unemployment line in three months, buddy. All right, enjoy the, the unemployment line. That's where you belong. He's yeah. absolutely degenerate. He's a degenerate. And also Sean, uh, is his name Sean Williams, the safety. So Solomon Kinley, one of our rookie offensive linemen, he has been dealing with an ankle injury uh, this year, and. It's a run play, you know. He's on Kinley's on the ground, and then Williams he gets up, he he touches uh, Kinley's leg, and stomps on it. Yep. He just stomps on it. Not like the over exaggerated. Whoa! Just like with the nails, like a dentist from a, a SpongeBob with like the yeah. bigger boot. <laughs> like it's not that exaggerated. Love but, that he, but he that episode movie, that was movie, movie. yeah, it's classic. But like he just he he knows where he is. He knows who it is. And just stomps on it. Yeah. And, and, and there's no like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. It's like, I'm, that's, all, that's all me. No, he steps on it and looks the other way. By the way, that guy's a captain. That guy's a captain. Not anymore. Oh, no, Zach Taylor defended him. Zach Taylor defended Michael Thomas. He's like, oh, that's a clean play. That's a good play. Enjoy unemployment as well. Fuck the Bengals. I'm making this another explicit. Free, free my man, Joe. Fuck the Bengals. The Bengals suck. They're they're like those are for like people who like the Bengals are low class, honestly. Or from Cincinnati. Low class from Cincinnati. No, just kidding. If you like the Bengals, I'm sorry, but like your team's trash. Your organization's trash. They had the boy. Like, they had one of the dirtiest players of all time. Probably the dirtiest player of all time in uh, Vontaze Burton. Didn't he get into an uh, issue recently? He get into like a, into like a bar fight or something. Probably nonsense. Probably, but he's like. His uh his legacy is still embedded in Cincinnati, like and it's Antonio dirty. Brown's head in C- in, for, in the form oh of CTE. Oh my god! Yeah, like I hate the Bengals. The Bengals suck. What they what they did in Miami and I mean, they all the credit court. to Miami, the, the to the Dolphins players, uh, the and Devontae Parker and, and Mac Holland stabbing up uh Jakeem Graham, making sure his boy's okay. Getting ejected because they want to just be 
defend their player, and all yeah. those guys want to defend their player. And by the way, the fact that Michael Thomas didn't get ejected for those two hits. Yeah, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Dumb. Terrible. I've seen a lot of less get ejected. And Tyler Boyd and Xavier Howard, which, by the way, Xavier Howard, eight interceptions, by the way. Best best cornerback in the league, but no here, no there. But he gets Change ejected with – he gets – yeah, yeah. Keep it easy, buddy. He gets ejected with Tyler Boyd, and they're just – it's a shoving match. And it's funny because it's like they both got ejected, but Tyler Boyd got the penalty. And they pushed – and it was like offsetting penalties. It's so stupid. Like the the refs sucked. The refs sucked. They didn't know what the they didn't know what they're doing. But apparently it was I think it went up to New York. Apparently one of yeah. those places and like they're lost too. Like throw up to Dean Blandino? Yeah. He's actually not there. He's a what with college football now? Yeah. Does yeah, he, actually wait, does he do no, he does like the Fox games. Yeah, that's right. You know yeah. Dean Blandino was at my parents' wedding? No kidding, really. They knew him growing up. Uh, knew him. My dad really? knew him. Really? Yeah. That's really cool. I ain't gonna lie. I said it to him one time. I was like, "You got to give him a call. Get me a anal- uh, analyst job at Fox." <laughs> no kidding. That's awesome. That's yeah. really really cool. That's really cool. He did the um. He did the uh, the officiating. He he ran the officiating for the XFL. Oh really? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's really. I wonder cool. why he left the NFL. I feel like it was probably just a headache. Uh, who, who knows? Well, Fox Maybe. probably offered him a nice corporate check. Oh, hundred percent. He was like, "Yeah, screw this league." Exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll cover Minis- Middle Tennessee State for the rest of my life. Honestly, like it doesn't matter, but. Yeah, uh, look, it wasn't the prettiest win by Miami whatsoever. But, you know, a win's a win, and I'll take a win. You know, I it would have been nice for the Dolphins' it's offense. It's not college to, football. It's no style points. Say it every week. Yeah, yeah, exactly, 100%. Like the 2016 Dolphins season, they were not pretty whatsoever, but they made the playoffs, and they won games. Somehow, they won games. Same here. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, with this game, 19-7, whatever, but a win's a win. A win's a win. And, yeah, you know, I would have preferred the offense in the red zone to be a lot better. Especially, not even the red zone, like, at the 10-yard line to be a lot better. But a win's a win. And the Dolphins had this amazing trick play. It's kind of just like the the Eagles game last year with the fake field goal toss at the goal line. Got called back. Fake field goal toss? Well, remember against the Eagles, they had, like, the – you know, they had the, the kicker, the, the punter and the kicker. Mm, and the toss. Like that, and they threw a touchdown Evan Ingram, but there's a penalty. Well, no, well, it was a, I'm trying to describe it, but. I, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. They, they had something similar to that. and But, of course, it was uh, ineligible, like the, the, the old lineman didn't. That's exactly what happened with the Giants. Yeah. It's also like, how do you screw that up? Like, you practice this. Like, all you week. practice it, and you don't know. You you don't get. You're not eligible. Hello, practice squad. Yeah, exactly. Although those guys are two important rookies. Although that being said, why are those guys on the field? Just get the guys that were here last year yep. that know it. But I digress. But you know, I'll, I'll take the win. Screw the Bengals. They they're a sad franchise. Zach Taylor, he should get fired. I feel bad for Joe Burrow because he is going to just. Oh, Carson Palmer is getting uh, World War II flashbacks watching yeah. that poor kid play. Dude, oh, dude, like he does not deserve that whatsoever. He does not deserve it. Like all the hate that all the hate that I'm generating for the Bengals, all that does not go to him or like Brandon Allen for who are the QBs for that team. I do not. It, I feel bad for them. And I, you know who I also like on that roster? Um, Bernard and Mixon in the backfield. That's a very underrated uh, like running Mixon. back duo. 
that could be very, very good if they were in a different team with a better offensive line. Tyler Boyd. It, it's a great, it's a great duo. Bernard Mixon's a phenomenal all-around, just a pure running back. And yep. Giovanni Bernard gets it done in the receiving game, and I love them as a tandem. Yeah. But look, I'm, I'm I'll take the win. I'll take the win. I'll take the win. Okay. Uh, but fuck the Bengals. But but we we knew that. Moving already. to the next, Jackson, Minnesota. Put some uh, respect on my boy Justin Jefferson. Mike Glennon. Justin Jefferson had what nine receptions, 121 yards, one touchdown. He's the best receiver they've had since Randy Moss. Period. I'm trying to think who they who they've had in between. No, Sidney Rice. Right. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I mean, um, they had Stephon Diggs for a little bit. Adam Thielen is a reliable receiver, yeah. but he's no Randy Moss. This kid has a fun, super high ceiling, runs impeccable routes, great hands. He's very elusive. This kid is the real deal. Can't believe he went after Jalen Rager for the Eagles. Oh, like, look, I just actually got a thing on NFL. Five games, 100-plus receiving yards. Passes Randy Moss for most by rookie in Vikings history. He's a darn good player, man. He's a darn I said it last week, and he got me on recording. This kid is going right. to be the best right. receiver in football. Look, I, look, I know I like to bust your balls a lot. You know, I like, I like buzzing people's balls. And, uh... I, like, I think Justin Jefferson is going to be an absolute beast. Don't get me wrong. But it's just, like, also, like, I don't want to make those far-fetched conclusions sometimes. I like, never make them, but I just got a feeling about him. I loved him at LSU. Mm-hmm. I just love how he started off his career. As long as they can keep a decent quarterback out there for him, he's going to be perfectly fine. Well, the, I think it's a perfect system. As much as you can criticize Kirk Cousins, that's, like, he, that's, the, that's the perfect quarterback for him because they just – don't throw the ball. At least he's a game manager, yeah. at least. And cousin, at least cousin has like a, an arm. Like there could be a lot worse of a situation than Kirk Cousins. He goes to Chicago, and your poor Allen Robinson. Poor Allen Robinson. Allen exactly. Robinson could be a top five receiver in the game of football if he was in Chicago. He's without doubt leaving Chicago in free agency, hundred percent. He has to. Yeah. He, you know where he could go? That would be phenomenal for him. Miami. I'll take Miami in a heartbeat. But uh, Green Bay. You know, like, I know, but, like, I know. But it's, like, also, like, they had opportunities to draft receivers and sign receivers, but they just still don't. They just still don't do that. They could have, they could have traded for Will Fuller, and they did. Aaron Rodgers is foaming at the mouth seeing him at the free agency market. The, the, Allen Robinson gets a chance to get a little well, bit the, back on his old team. There's Allen Robinson. There's going to be Juju. There's uh, Kenny Galladay. Juju's not leaving Pittsburgh. I think he, Kenny Galladay is definitely leaving. I, I think Juju might leave, might, might leave because he's not getting featured a whole lot because it's Claypool, Deontay Johnson. Uh, I think Washington. he I think he doesn't mind that though. He loves the culture that he's built there. He could, but he's a team guy, uh, which is why I would love him in Miami too. But it's also like I'm not sure if he still because maybe he wants to get a nice little payday and try to go for an, go to another culture which. No, where he's a little bit more. His Twitch career is supporting him. My bad, my bad. I should have known. I've never actually watched one of his streams. I gotta check into. I one watched of those. one of his like YouTube videos. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those. Yeah, Big Fortnite guy. Ah, oh, my favorite. I think he plays COD now, but as everyone does. But uh, you know, credit to Jacksonville. They probably have some some decent fights with Mike Lennon, um, trying to ruin their tank. 
Uh, them and the Jets, man. We're about to get to this next. Honestly, oh. let's transition to that beautifully because they're both abysmal. They're competing for Trevor yeah. Lawrence, basically. How the hell did the Jets lose that game? One, shame on Las Vegas. Terrible win. I There's not a doubt in my mind that game was thrown. They ran on that final play. So, first off, all, um, what's his name on the Jets? Almost beats them deep. Not, not, not on the Henry Jets. Ruggs. No, no, Henry Ruggs. I'm not talking about both. I'm talking about the play before. Aguilar, oh, Aguilar. Also gets a touchdown, Aguilar. beating them deep right up the middle. And I'm like, okay. They dropped it. You learn from it, right? They ran a cover zero the next play and put an undrafted rookie. Lamar Jackson. On Henry Ruggs, who's one of the fastest receivers in the league. There is no way in hell you can tell me that game wasn't thrown. Because Greg Williams is an idiot. And before you sell before you tell me like, oh, that's Greg Williams, it's like, oh yeah, it's like you tell me, oh that's Greg Williams, that's what he does. It's like, yeah, that's the reason why he's been fired wherever he goes. There's no there's a reason why way. he's the most hated corner coordinator in the league. The, you you just have to put two or three guys, just stand them in the end zone. Like I don't care. I, I don't care. Like I understand. Like oh, that he's an aggressive. He likes the blitz. It's like, but it's also like my favorite quote from Moneyball: "Adapt or die." That guy hasn't adapted, and also that's just that, that, doesn't, that doesn't doesn't like rocket scientists just don't do that. A seven year old that plays Madden would know to would know to play prevent in that situation. Like come on. And there's a reason why he's fired, and good riddance. He should never coach the NFL ever again. Never. He got a high school job at a private school. Probably. He'll probably coach at Don, Bro- Don Bosco. Shout out to Ron Harper Jr. <laughs> oh, God. But, like, also, like, obviously he doesn't care about the Jets and getting Trevor Lawrence. He doesn't care, obviously. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Like, there's, there's got to be. I feel like something Gase under had, it, and it's got to be Gase. It it's got to be, be just Gase. a big f you to Gase, because they've had a lot of arguments. I remember before they played against Miami in Miami, they had an argument pre-game, and oh, oh the perfect clash of egos. Oh my God, perfect as a as a uh, an outsider, as a rival fan, just looking at that, perfect. But dude, like what the hell, man? <laughs> and Jets fans were celebrating. Okay, you know they what, were happy. Okay, you know what? Like, this also pisses me pisses me off. Like, so the no whole everyone out. in the media is like, "Oh my god, this is brilliant! Greg Williams is the savior. Oh, it's great." Remember Miami was doing it? Exactly, exactly. They did the same. They were doing the we, same they wanted thing. To, they wanted to and take they were Miami's the most hated, Exactly. They were the most hated team because oh, they were hurting players. Oh, they were doing this and doing that. They're doing. The Jets are doing it, but worse, <laughs> but worse, but worse. But it's Adam Gase. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Why is why was it okay that the Jets did it, but my, when Miami did it, they weren't even doing it. They, they were just, they were just actually bad. They were bad, but yeah, they weren't like oh, let's just lose for the sake of losing, and also management wasn't like oh, we'll keep Gase in because we're guaranteed the first overall pick. With Miami, it was a completely different coaching staff, and they got rid of their good players. That last game, showed, from the, that last game showed me they're trying to lose. A hundred percent. And then Marcus May came out. I remember I heard that like he was like, "What the hell was that play called?" Apparently, he got in a little bit of a heated argument with the coaching staff, and rightly so. What the hell? You're trying to win. Why are you doing that? You absolute imbecile. He shouldn't coach in the NFL ever. You don't again. want to be a no sixteen team. They are. There, there's no way they're going to win. 
I know we we said that heading into this game. That was the last shot. But yeah, there's there is no 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 way. No way whatsoever. They're going 0 16. They're getting Trevor Lawrence. There's no way. Gase is gonna be gone. All those guys are gonna be gone. Maybe Joe Douglas is, goes too. Maybe I don't know. Like Trevor Lawrence can't go play for the Jets, man. He well, he's going to unless he's. I know I had that hot take say he might stay. I don't think he's gonna stay. Honestly, I stay. I maybe he doesn't play. He literally just is like, I'm not playing for the Jets. Well, it's gotta be a a clear. Where does Sam Darnold go? Oh, yeah, he's gone. Like, I, I know, know, but where does he go? I know there's like those Pittsburgh rumors that he sits behind Big Ben. Uh. Indianapolis, maybe, but under with a uh, Frank Reich under sit under uh, Philip Rivers, maybe could be an interesting option. Uh, San Francisco, maybe, uh, with under uh, Garoppolo, that could be something. I I guess. I'm trying to think, uh, maybe Tampa Bay, although maybe him and him and. Uh, Bruce Arians might not be the best fit, to be honest, but, but, uh, yeah, the Jets, man, oh my god, like, they're a disgrace to football, and, like, that's a team that you revoke their first-round pick if, like, if they were actually serious, but, of course, they're not gonna revoke their pick, no one, they don't do that unless you're, they just don't do that, yeah, like, yeah, like, and it was just so dumb when I saw those arguments last year for Miami, and those arguments don't happen here. And, and yeah, just the Jets. And and also, it wasn't like, oh, it was the Jets, but it was like, the Dolphins are in a dogfight for a playoff spot. And uh, and the Jets being the Raiders would have been just great. That would have been great because they would have been, I think, 6-6. Six and six Gives the Dolphins some wriggle, the wiggle room, but no. Now I know that the Dolphins, they can't rely on anyone else. They got to won the division. Okay, I'm kidding. But like now it's like okay the Dolphins they they gotta do all their dirty work on their own they can't rely on anyone else because yeah they're not gonna get that luck unfortunately from Miami so yeah but that game man oh my god like what was the next one I can't even talk about that dumpster fire that anymore, was, man okay. Greg, all the, and also like Greg Williams like he deserves like screw Greg Williams that guy's a scumbag he deserves <laughs> he deserves nothing deserves nothing he deserves like he deserves all like the hate. all the coal all the, all like the, the coal, coal in for Christmas for what he pulled in with the Saints with Bounty Gate and the whole all that crap like as much as I hate Brett Favre I would never try to kill Brett Favre obviously yep. like I hate Brett Favre with a living passion I would Brett never do that Bounty on his head Yeah exactly for like, multiple players, not even Brett Favre Yeah like that, that guy's a crazy person, and he should never get a job in the NFL ever again in professional sports, college, anywhere. Doesn't deserve it. Doesn't deserve it whatsoever. Adam Geese, too, and his whole staff. Okay. Next game, please. Indy-Houston, another mech game. Another mech game, but Houston almost won. Houston almost Porter won. Sean Watson, he's like, I'm tired of losing. Get this man some help. This kid is phenomenal. He's carrying an atrocious team I, I felt bad for him when he fumbled that snap at the goal line, like, you know, they were this close for a... Yeah, you gotta love Deshaun Watson. He's very such a likable guy. He's likable, but obviously I want him to lose because of the Dolphins. But again, they lost today, so that's great. But, um, but they're yeah. Not gonna, they're not competing with the Dolphins whatsoever. No, it's the, the draft pick. Uh, they're gonna get a higher draft pick anyways than the Dolphins. They're 4-8. and eight. 
Well, yeah, but still, like, I want them to lose. Yeah. Okay, so I don't want that mentality. I want them to lose. Like, he's such a hater. Right, right. Yeah. And we got. Well, yeah, it wasn't like Deshaun Watson was just bailing them out. Rams, last year Arizona, too. man. It goes into this week and following through. The Rams defense is for real. They're good. Jalen Ramsey's an animal. Darren Donald's an animal. Well, yeah. Probably, I, I think we did. I think we already knew that. It's just there. Jared Goff to win games doesn't even have to play good. He has to just not be bad. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, Blake Bortles on that Jacksonville team in yeah. 2018. Yeah, 2017. Where, was it 2017? Yeah. Right, that's right. Where he just, he didn't have to play good to win games. He just didn't have to play bad. And that's why they lost in the playoffs. He had a bad game. But yeah, he just has to just manage. You just have to manage. Yeah. Keep yeah. giving the ball. Akers is balling out. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's a good, he's a good nice. player. He Beautiful good addition. Player. Best running back since Gurley. I have not been well, that long since Gurley. Well. But you went right from and right into Cam Akers. It was beautiful. Well, it was like Cam Akers from Gurley from like Steven Jackson during the time of St. Louis, too. That's fair, too. So they've had some really good running backs. And even like Marshall Falk, too, back in the day. That's fair. So they're not, they don't do too bad of a job. Although I think we pissed off a lot of people from St. Louis. So sorry. Um, you don't deserve it. I don't want to focus on the game. I want to get yeah, some Although, although, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, what are you doing? Don't make Colin Murray like a packet pocket passer. You know what he is. Make something special with him. All right. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Don't don't make him drop in the pocket. Like, keep running your West Coast. Yeah. There's a, now now you're six and six. Like, what are you doing? You stopped doing what you were doing best. Yeah. Like like, like what? Like you just? I feel like they just they gave up after when he the might not won. be there too much longer if he keeps it up. I don't know. They finished with a losing record. Yeah, I, I, I would be nervous. I Let me say, I oh, was thinking, I, I would be, I'll be nervous too. I don't think it gets, I don't think it gets the axe yet. But yeah, like I know their defense isn't good as well. But like, come on, like that team should be firing in all cylinders. Like you have D Hop, you have, you know, you have uh, Kyle Murray. You know, and I like Kenyon Drake a lot. As a Dolphins fan, he's a very capable running back. Like, what are you doing? That's fair. Come on. But uh, next. I want to get into this one. New York Giants and Seattle. I don't even want to talk about the offense. Well, there's one guy I want to talk about the offense. But the New York Giants defense is the grittiest, most hard-nosed defense in the NFL. Don't know. There's a lot of talent there. James Bradbury is a top three, top five cornerback in this league. I know we just – we. Argue with that? I completely agree with you. Logan Ryan might be the having the best season for a safety this year. I'm not saying he's the best safety in the league. I think there's best better guys, but in terms of the numbers and how he's playing, he's definitely a top five safety this year. Blake Martinez is a leader, a captain, and a top five, six, seven linebacker in the league. Makes phenomenal tackles, phenomenal plays, and is an absolute dog. You got the defensive line holding up now. They're playing for each other, and they're just getting it done. You saw, just even James Bradbury's making tackles on DK Metcalf. I saw you saw a highline ESPN. They're like, oh look at DK with the stiff arm Bradbury. He tackled him. He yeah. took him down. You saw other guys get thrown by DK. They're holding their own. They're gritty. They're hard nosed, and they just I love watching them play. Even on the offense, Daniel Jones is out. And you know who steps up? Wayne Gallman. Wayne Gallman had yeah. a day. Even Alfred Morris had a couple rushing touchdowns. 
Yeah. The backfield came together. We haven't had this man. I haven't seen the Giants run the football like that for in a while. Even watching Saquon play, as much as I love Saquon Barkley, he's normally like a has 20 rushing yards. I'll give them burst and 80 yard touchdown. It's not like that. This was just every single carry was five, six yards, five, six yards all the way up the field. Yeah. Devontae Freeman, who? Forget Devontae Freeman, man. <laughs> Wayne Gallman. No, I'm on, good, you got to get he's on good. the Wayne no, train. No, no, no. I. This I, is Shimmer Sh- 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 benched him for uh, what's his face from the Patriots that was on our in our back. What am I forgetting? Oh, uh, Deion Lewis, right? Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis. Wayne Gallman is the guy for the New York Giants right now. Get him yeah. the football, and then I think the Dolphins might trade for Colt McCoy. He had some bad plays going to be wrong, but he manages the game well, and he's, he knows he, his role. He, he knows ca- his role. I know he knows his role. But he carries himself magnificently. I sent you his post game interview. I don't know if you watched it or not. He would, they were asking about where he fits on this team now, where he sees going forward. He's like, look, I got to give complete credit to all of this, to Daniel Jones. He's like, from either helping me in practice, helping me now during the games on the sidelines, he is a phenomenal quarterback, very talented, and this is his team. This guy's going to be here for a while, and he could play. Oh, yeah. I, I he, Colt McCoy is a class act football player. For a guy that hasn't won a game of football, he's started since 2014. Yeah. I'll, I'll disagree. Uh, of course, Cole McCoy should know his role. He, I think he's known his role for half a decade right now. Like I haven't been said. this excited about New York Giants football since what twenty what was that twenty sixteen? That, that was like McAdoo's first year, right? McAdoo's first year. Then they all went on a boat, took a couple photos with Justin Bieber, and it's been downhill ever since. It's been yeah. nothing but losing. Yeah. yeah, credit to Joe Judge. I, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I, I, and I might say this and be like, oh, of course you're gonna say. It. I actually. Really like the hire of Joe Judge originally. Phenomenal. He reminded me of Flores. I know I like to bring it back to Miami. Yeah, but, I know. But the thing is, you know, he wasn't like, you know, he bounced around the coaching staff. Like, he's a but, leader. Like Flores did. Flores just bounced around the, the, the entire roster uh, as he was a safety, he was a safeties coach. He was a linebacker's coach. He was on the offensive side. He was a special team. Like, he was, he bounced around. Joe Judge has been here for, I think, like, for years, too. He could do anything. Think about it. What was the offensive lineman coach we just fired with us? What's his name? Mark, uh, Mark Colombo? Colombo, thank you. I'm, I'm blanking a lot of names today. Yeah, That's besides the point. The offensive line was terrible in his last, uh, like, when he first started off the season. And then all of a sudden, wow, the Giants last couple of weeks, the offensive line is getting better. What's going on here? Reports come out. Aaron Judge every week has been working with the offensive line. Yeah. And fire Colombo and had that a little disagreement, whatever things happen. But it's kind of like okay, Aaron, now look at look at the Giants' offensive line. So yeah. Andrew Thomas hasn't had a lot of pressure in three weeks. Hey, that's a uh, new offensive line coach, uh, Dave DeGuglielmo, who was in Miami last year. Looking beautiful. So, yeah, he started the year as the worst in the draft. Now he's playing like the best offensive lineman in the hey, draft. Well, well, he was the most. He was, most, he was most ready. No, I would say he was the most ready heading to the draft. He, he had did, the most raw he, talent, too, if I'm going to be honest. Well, yeah, yeah, the other I, I think he had, he had the highest floor. He had the highest floor. Yes, I agree with that. I agree, yeah. Uh, actually, I just uh, pulled. I just looked up Joe Judge on Google, and I, I saw an article coined it from Giants Wire. Rutgers' Greg Schiano is sold on Giants coach Joe Judge. Bring it back to football. I love my boy Schiano. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I really like Joe Judge. I, that's another coach you, know, you want to play for. And it feels like now these these uh, these patriot uh, disciples disciples are now working getting better. Like, in, at first they were atrocious. Patricia uh, Sabin was a, a 
disciple. Uh, as a as a Notre Dame fan, Charlie Weiss was abysmal. I don't like Charlie Weiss. Uh, what other ones? Uh, Bill O'Brien. Was oh, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Yeah, those. Yeah, like they all didn't really work out, but now they're slightly getting better now. You know, and uh, I mean, and, I, I, he learned a lot of the. You got to learn a lot of things when you coach under Saban and Belichick. Yeah, well, Flores l- learned a lot. Joe Joe's learned a lot. They've been there for years. They won Super Bowls. They know their stuff. I know you could say that with Patricia too and all those guys, but it's uh, it's different. You know, it's it's a little different now. And uh, felt uh, at credit to Dave Gelman for doing his homework for finding someone like Joe Joe somehow. Although, although Gettleman, uh, my pain times are turning. I really didn't like Gettleman. I mean, but then this draft class is working out. Free agency went impeccably. Phenomenal head coach hiring. Mm-hmm. It's like Gettleman, you figuring it out a little bit. Yeah, I I saw something. It was like Dave Gettleman is going to be like he's going to like after this year he might be an advisor. I heard. I want to say I'm not mad at that. I heard that he was going to. He's still good minds to have on the roster. Yeah, he was going to be an advisor. I think they're going to get like the Tennessee. Player personnel, I forgot his name, but I, I think I, I think I saw that rumor some somewhere. Yeah, but I, I, I don't care sure. what you say. Having DK Metcalf to only eighty receiving yards is a win. Mm-hmm. I could no, not. He just came off what one hundred and eighty receiving yards. Yeah, although he he needs some work. He needs work still. Like I love that's like his big like his uh, big uh, reaction game from the whole Jim Sw- uh, Schwartz uh, comments. Yeah. Like still still. Still needs to work, uh, DK, Donkey but, Kong, Metcalf. Then again, okay, you can never win as a Giants fan. We'll get into the game later, but Washington, Pittsburgh, come on! Oh, the well, one as, game as a, I needed. As a Dolphins fan, I love it. Love to see it, obviously. Well, well, what well, do you well, love well, to see? Well, what do you well, gain well, from well, this? Well, 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 well. We missed. The, we still missed the game. We missed the Chargers. Uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, no, we're going back to those games. We're going to go to oh, 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 mention okay, it real okay, quick. Okay. I can never okay, win okay, as a Giants okay, fan. Okay. Finally happy. Can never be happy for a whole week of football. Well, I, I was happy because obviously undefeated. Pop the pop the champagne, baby! Pop the champagne bottles. Anyway, seventy-two Dolphins are, Philly, are the best football team, NFL Philly football Green team Bay. of all There's time. Two takeaways from that Philly Green Bay game: Aaron Rodgers. Wait, are we done talking about Washington already? No, we're get, we're gonna go back to no, those. A quick mention: mm-hmm. Philly Green Bay. Only two takeaways is R.I.P. Carson Wentz. Here comes Jalen Hurts, who had a phenomenal end to that game, and. Aaron Rodgers is the man. But I think we already knew that. I think we already knew that. I wonder what, did you see that post game, him talking to uh, Carson Wentz a little bit? He spoke to Carson Wentz and uh, uh, Jalen Hurts a little bit. Actually, was, I was watching him talk on the Pat McAfee show a little bit oh. about what, what, what they were kind of talking about. He was just basically saying, gave Carson Wentz a couple words. He didn't want to talk about specifically about what he said. But yeah, and then he t- talked to Jalen a little bit. He said he liked his game when he when obviously that situation that he had over in Alabama with your boy Tua, then yep. going into Oklahoma. And yep. uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is just really that man. Yeah, uh, I don't care what anybody says. As I, much I, as Brady may be the most winningest quarterback, he's the most talented quarterback to play the game of football. Well, Marino too. So Marino would have had like six hundred touchdowns after his like third season. But you know, no big deal. But Marino, don't get me wrong. He's the he. I can, I definitely agree that Marino is one of the most armed, most talented arm guy. I don't know how I'm trying to phrase arm it. guys, arm talents ever. Yeah. But Rodgers could also get it done with his legs a little bit. Marino he, did that too. 
Not a... Marino did that too. Marino... He, you, not you the be same surprised. level, you, but... Okay, sure. Like, Marino was a little bigger. Like, he had more yeah. size to him. But he could he could still move around the pocket. He, if he, he's, You could say he's a little bit more like a Roethlisberger. If there's somebody moves. I want to lead to me, there's a minute left in the fourth quarter, and I need a touchdown or even a field goal, I'm picking Aaron Rodgers every single time, 10 out of 10 times. I've Rogers seen him... Mahomes. I've seen him way too many times in that situation. No, I agree. If you need, especially if you need three, pack it up. He will get you three. That's a guarantee. No, you, just you, have, you just have no, to. No, no, no. You need three. He'll get you seven. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you need three, don't even worry about that. Just worry about stopping a touchdown. And hope yeah. it goes to OT. Yeah. Oh, but they pair of Mason Crosby was also ice in his veins in those situations. Well, That's besides yeah. the points. Yeah. I love the, those. Uh, was it the Bleacher Report? Uh, which one calls way? It's like him with the you know ice. Uh, He's like uh, free. Anyways, anyways. Uh, of course, of course. But uh, well, there's not too much to take with the game. But, Philly sucks. Well, Green Bay Philly is, sucks. I, Green Bay is the Super Bowl contender. I really feel bad for Carson Wentz. I know you can you can say how you feel because you're a Giants fan, but I feel bad for Carson Wentz. No, even as a Giants fan, I feel bad. Okay. He's a likable guy. Yeah, hate Philly with a burning passion, but oh, he's a nice yeah. guy. They're they're low lives there. He's but, a very uh, respectable I, I, guy. Yeah. I for all the people saying, oh, I call them low lives. I have family from South Jersey, so don't worry about it. I can say whatever I want. Basically, Philly. Pretty much like that's their New York like. I can say where the hell I want, all right? So, eat shit. So, anyway. Uh, but I feel bad. For, like, Jalen Hurts, honestly, I, I don't mind that decision, honestly. Because they need some sort of spark, I guess. Although, how much of a spark will he provide? And also, it's Carson Wentz is going to be put out as a scapegoat. So, I know he hasn't benefited. He hasn't helped himself. But... It's, it's a lot of other things. I've, I've keep repeating this. And I'll say it again. It's coaching. It's management. It's uh, player decisions. It's drafting. It's development. It's all that. So. It all sucks. Yeah. Yep. New England Chargers. Once again, another game you can't really say much about. They just got ran through. Oh, my God. Like, the Chargers, man. The Chargers. I, I, I had them. I had them winning. Oh, my God. I've never been more wrong in my life. Like, come on. That's true. That was terrible. And Justin Herbert, maybe you heard a little bit of his uh, rookie of the year form with that with that loss. Maybe, maybe not. But my, oh my, were they terrible. And, and, and also classic Charger special teams being terrible. I think we know that. Who's the Gunner Olszewski? Gunner Olszewski. Olszewski. Julian Edelman 2.0. He... How many? What we had two kickoff returns, two punt returns, or something like that. He had something. a kickoff. He had like hundred and sixty return yards, one touchdown. Yeah, like, yeah. But uh, Anthony Lynn, his seat is getting warmer and warmer and warmer. I think it's burning hot. Actually, he's yeah, he's done. He's done. So okay, eh, it's New England. Yeah. Whatever they got ran through the next. Ran through, yeah, we'll get to that. Kansas City, Denver. That was way too close. That was a little too close, and that. I'm happy that Kansas City won. I'm happy that Kansas City won, but they still didn't play too perfect. I know because if Kansas City lost, I'm like, oh, God, they're going to generate some ridiculous response on Miami. Uh, but, yeah, they did, They weren't. Speaking of another team that had trouble in the red zone, Kansas City struggled in the red zone, too. They struggled in the red zone. Credit to uh, I mean, they got the one time that crazy touchdown got taken back on time. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I feel like how do you not have guys watching that? Don't you have guys that replay everything? I thought like, you guys from New York. I thought you had like, the booth review guys. I don't, I don't know how. No, but it has to be a challenge. It was ruled on the field. I don't. It was ruled. If it was ruled a touchdown, they would have reviewed it. 
but since they reviewed it incomplete, I feel you got to have some uh, music at yeah. Kansas City, like watching that. Yeah, I don't know, uh, but uh, it was a close game. But unfortunately, Denver's quarterback is by the name of Drew Locke, who we talk about every week, man. Who sucks? So, really, nothing you can do. But credit to uh, Denver defense, played uh, played well. They they played pretty darn well. I'm not gonna lie. Obviously, Mahomes on the stat sheet looks really good. And he had a good a good game, but it was a decent game. Yeah, but credit to Denver. Credit to Denver. They they played well. They played well. Okay, Washington Pittsburgh. <laughs> this game pains me. Let's go, baby. They Let's need go. to Let's rename the comeback player of the year award to the Alex Smith comeback player of the year. I know like they put a hole in his leg and he was bleeding. They shattered him before he could have died. Yeah, I, and I, he just beat the undefeated Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers. I know, like when you say that at first, I'm like, will they? And then I'm like thinking about it, I'm like that's not terrible because it kind of makes sense because that guy could have died. Like yeah, you said like he could have died. Well, Rutgers just sent it to uh, overtime Ooh. with a field goal. Oh, we gotta pull up the game though. Another, another, uh, which one? Another overtime game that we might lose. Oh, but. oh gross! Frost with that Michigan game. Oh my god. Uh, Honestly, at least we're in the situation. Yeah. better than losing by forty. Yeah. But uh, I want to talk quickly about Pittsburgh first. Like Jesus Christ, man. Eric Ebron. Well, well, what's the well, what's the thing with like overhyping your receivers? Man? Like Claypool, yeah, he's great. But the no, but, no, no, but, no. But, but but Deontay Johnson and James Washington, really. Come no, I don't on. even care about that. Is Eric Ebron eating sticks of butter on the sideline? He, well, he he reverted back to de- uh, Detroit form when he got drafted. What the hell was that? Ev- he put there was a play in the red zone where he put a, Ben Roethlisberger threw a dime in a perfect window, hit him in the chest, and he dropped. And I was like, that, "That's Evan Ingram right there, you right?" You just need one of those. That's man, Evan Ingram. And you man. win the game. Yeah, Ben is not that good anymore, but he's yeah. getting it done still. But I want to say this, like. I I know more how many times like, they stopped on fourth down like three times. I know, but some of the play calling and like and that's and that's a problem with the offensive coordinator uh, Randy Feekner. What what are you doing? What like what are you doing, man? Uh, some of the play call. What what was it like the there was the fourth down wheel route to the like what? Your well, third, I agree with going on it uh, for going for on fourth down to your third string running back and don't what block anybody that? too. Terrible man. Terrible, terrible play calling. Oh yeah, just oh god, oh god. And it's a cla- it was a classic Pittsburgh playing down to your competition because they've always done that. They always do that. They play down to their competition all the time, all the time. The, the another one, not one. That came. But Grand Alex Smith, he deserves it. Freaking Giants, man. Anyways, Buffalo, San Fran, thirty-four, twenty-four. I thought I thought uh, it was gonna be a close San game. San Fran doesn't even have players anymore. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was gonna be a close game. I thought they. Were, Buffalo's gonna play down, then yeah, no, no, yeah, and that, then, and, and that's the thing now. Like I said, with the Miami thing, uh, with the giant, uh, the Jet thing, that like the Dolphins can't rely on other people. Like the divisions are after this Pittsburgh Buffalo game, and if the result happens, what could potentially take place? The division's over, and they can't rely on other teams, unfortunately. So yeah, yeah, like the last game was Dallas Baltimore. Dallas sucks. I think we know they are on pace to be the to allow. The, I said this yesterday. They allow the most points in NFL history this season. Three teams ever have allowed over five hundred points, not including Dallas this year. They have like five hundred twenty-four points allowed. The most is five hundred thirty-three points after next game, and it's not even the end of the season yet. They will have allowed the most points ever in a season. That's a like. 
you, you know, like, I know a lot of people are going to say about Dallas, like, oh, why did they pay Jalen Smith? Why did they pay all these guys? I'm like, well, the thing is, they were really good. And they deserve their pay raises. Unfortunately, it's coaching and and their scheme and their play calling. And it's all that. Like, it's bad. It's really bad. And Jalen Smith, I know he's not played well, but he deserved that money. He yeah. deserved that money. Um, I mean, it was Byron Jones, too. And I, I that secondary sucks. And you know that. I know a lot, obviously, people like Skip Bayless, which we kind of shout out last episode like he of course he's like oh he doesn't get interceptions uh yeah and what are you now doing crying crying to mama wishing him that he's back hot tough break kid <laughs> so like that defense sucks and, and mike mccarthy he's gotta be a one and done he's, he's gotta gone. be a one and done there, there's no if green bay didn't teach you anything i don't know what way. there's no way he's back next year no way no way if that's the case Jerry Jones, like, go like enjoy your retirement in the Barbados the or team. something. Like, just well, he's not gonna sell the team. He's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna pass it down to his like dumb his, his dumb son. <laughs> like it's nepotism at its finest. That's fair. So, which although that's prevalent in all sports, like, come on. So, yeah, um, yeah, uh, Dallas, they are looking rough. They're looking rough coaching wise and salary cap wise. It's it's a it's gonna be a shit show. It's gonna be a shit show this offseason. That's is. that's gonna be a fascinating uh situation that's gonna unfold. Uh yeah. And I guess and no, they deserve it. They deserve it. That fan base deserves it. Are you guys it. still them boys? Huh? Yeah. Where's all the energy start the season? We're Super Bowl favorites. I'm so huh? I'm so happy that their uh, primetime game got flexed, not this week, but following week, because it's now what uh, isn't it Giants Browns now? I think that got flexed as like a Sunday night game. I think I want to say, but uh, credit to uh, you know Baltimore not shitting the bed completely. A little well, bit. <laughs> a tad. Um, yeah, uh, but wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. How where where did Greg Zerline's leg disappeared? Greg the leg the, yeah. lost it. Yeah. We'll watch it come back. He's gonna nail like three. Yeah, he'll be fine. But, He's but, a good but, yeah, I was like, what the hell? Like, what happened there? But uh, yeah, uh, but that was a game. I, I barely watched that game to be honest. Uh, I I had class. So, but uh, yeah, it was it was whatever. It was what it was a whatever game. So my boy Garrett. Yeah, I think. I think I was like ten and five for predictions. I want to say something like that, but uh, whatever. Let's, but, then we got uh, one yeah. week fourteen game. Yeah, this is the same thing again. The Rams defense is the real deal. Best defense in the league, honestly, in my opinion. Twenty four three beat the Patriots. Cam Newton looked lost. Uh, they just got absolutely annihilated. Yeah, uh, but uh, why do people say Josh McDaniels should be a head coach? That guy sucks. He's overrated. Why do people say Josh McDaniels should be a coach? I, I'm not saying he should be a coach. I still no. think he should be a coordinator. I agree, but you can't say he sucks. Like who is who do they have other than Cam Newton? Yeah, no one. Well, well, well. Here's the thing: they like they run the ball really well, really well, but they pass the ball still. They still pass the ball. You can't rely on running the ball against that that Rams defense. You got to be able to throw the ball. It, well, they were still running the ball fairly effectively. And also, it's like 
Newman's like dropping back passing. But like, I'm saying if you wanted to win that game, you couldn't just run the football. Well, like, why is Newman still dropping back? Like, as like a his arm shot. The decision making's not there. Like, it's got to be rollouts, so your RPOs, still hurts or something. It's got to be. It's got to be RPOs, designed runs, designed play action. It's like it, they've they got to get a little more creative and not just have. Newton in the shotgun formation, just dropping back in the pocket. He's going to get a clean pocket. He's not going to get a clean pocket anymore. Yeah. And he doesn't have – he still has some of the mobility, but not what he had before in, in, in Carolina. So, don't know what else to say about that. Anyways, let's, let's fire some picks. Fire some mother, mother – Texans, mother, Bears. I'm taking Texans. Bears suck. Yes. I agree. Mm-hmm. Cowboys, Bengals. I'm taking Ooh. the Bengals. Ooh. I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, where's the game? In Cincinnati. Ooh. As much as I hate the Bengals, I'm going Bengals, yeah. I'm going Bengals. Chiefs, Fins, that's a loss for the Fins. That's... I'm going Fins, baby. Yeah, I know you have to. But yeah. Cardinals. It, 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 that, that's game of the week. Cardinals, game Giants, the, week. the New York Giants moving up. We're going to go for five wins in a row. Uh, Is it in? In New York. I'm going Giants, too. Never know. Yeah, we're going Giants. The Giants are trending upwards. The the Cardinals are trending downwards. Yeah, yeah, I'm going, I'm going Giants. Going Giants. Wow, Rutgers made a field goal up. Oh, I guess. Oh, I'm watching a a, a live stream here, and I guess uh, they're a little behind. So, uh, yeah, trying to get up a little a little yeah, exactly, Wi-Fi down exactly, here. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, as you do, as you do. You know, so I guess we're, we'll stall here. No, but anyways, we're back. Yeah, Vikings, Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks. Uh, Bucks. One o'clock Brady is always a good Brady. Yeah, yeah, I'll go Bucks. The only times that I would bet against him is those primetime games this year. Yeah, that's true. Broncos Panthers. I'm taking the Panthers. Panthers too. Drew Lock. Yeah, hundred percent. Titans Jags Titans. He's an easy one. Titans. Yeah, I expect. I expect the Titans to like. Colts Raiders. Over. After the last week, the Colts got to win this game. I'm gonna go Raiders. I'm going Raiders. Okay, I, 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 yeah, I think they'll they'll get a response. John Green will get a response. Jets, Hawks, Seahawks. I I, I hope so. <laughs> Packers, Lions. I'm taking the pack. Uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers has owned them for the last yep. decade or so. Uh, 100%. 100%. Saints, Eagles, Saints. Uh, Saints, yeah. Falcons, Chargers. I'm taking the Falcons. Taking the Falcons, too, yep. This is some... F- Niners, Washington. Ooh. I'm going Washington. I'm going Washington on this one. I can't ever say Washington. I got to take the Niners. They need All to right. lose this game. Hail to the football team! Oh my God! Imagine that. There's talk they might be they might become the Washington football team. Oh, they might not even pick an A. Are they like a soccer team now? They, they like think that people were like making jokes about them. Like we enjoy being they, we enjoy them being the Washington football team. We're making fun of you. No one wants you to be the Washington football team. Yeah, I saw oh. one fake tweet where I was like, remember in the beginning of the season where LeBron tweeted out at them and was like, hey. Uh, I can imagine, like, oh, the, the, the team without even a name, you lose them or whatever. It's the Washington football team. Ha, ha, ha. And there, and there was, like, a fake tweet as the Washington football team. Like, yo, relax. Your son's <laughs> name is LeBron James Jr. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going Washington. Uh, I just found, like, a funny one. I got uh, out there. Yo, you're pretty funny, kid. Steelers, Bills. Steelers are going to bounce back and win this game. I, I agree. I agree, too. Then Ravens, Browns. Browns are going to. What was, gonna it, what was it? Browns? Uh, Ravens? Ravens. Oh, Browns. Yeah. You can't keep betting with the Ravens. Yeah. Although I bet on them last week, but it was it was that was Dallas. The, it was Dallas. That was the, the that was like, that was like the outlier. That was the outlier game. I, I did statistics, so outlier. Big business guy. Oh, love him. 
<laughs> Love that. That wraps up our week in football. Wow. We talked for like an, almost an hour of fo- straight football. Woo! And, and that, you, know, you know what? We deserve it, man. We're killing it. We're killing the business, man. We are. Okay. We're doing Moving it. into the next topic. Yes. I want to talk. There's a lot of music, a lot of. Hold on. Hold on. First off, I want to give a quick shout out to. Uh, I love me some professional wrestling. Shout out to Sting coming oh back to God. professional wrestling. Sting, be the, the artist. Stinger. <laughs> Send me down in a sowas. Uh, actually, I don't, I don't want to go right into music. Actually, you finish that. I have one other thing okay. I mentioned. Sting is back on on television. First time he's on TNT for the first time in like two decades. And Kenny Omega, AEW World Champion, beat <laughs> oh John Moxley. God. He was on TN, He was on Impact Wrestling on Tuesday. Oh, it was great. I love professional wrestling. And if you don't, you're a liar. Oh my god! I love professional wrestling. It's fun. I. But the next topic I want to get into is just. A, I just want to mention okay. a little quick shout out to Rutgers basketball man. Right. They're killing it. I think we're up to four and zero now. We're ranked twenty first in the nation. Probably gonna go high. We just beat Syracuse by ten. Yeah, this our boy team is rolling. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Ron Harper Jr. is balling out. This kid's going to be a draft pick after the next season. I think he mm-hmm. goes his four years. Oh, yeah. And this kid could hoop. Mm-hmm. He is the real deal. I'll disagree. He is one of the best players in the Big Ten. I haven't gotten a chance to watch uh, their games yet, but I, I want to watch their games. They, he, that kid is a dog. He can get a, he uh-huh. can get a bucket from anywhere, knock down threes. He's getting buckets in the paint. Hits a couple twos here and there, making yeah. his free throws and plays good defense. He's a big kid, and it's so exciting to watch. All the, coming out of where he went to Don Bosco Prep. Mm-hmm. Forget where he's from. Where he's from in New Jersey, actually. I mean, his father's what five-time NBA champion. Yeah, true. You gotta learn a thing or two while yeah. seeing Kobe growing up. Yeah, that's true. You didn't see the Michael Jordan, but he played with Michael Jordan. He saw Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he wears that number twenty-four now. He changed his number. He wears the twenty-four. Oh. Uh, Ron Harper Jr. was born in uh, Patterson. Patterson, yeah, Man, that kid, that kid from uh, obviously the legendary home of uh, Fetty Wap, <laughs> who actually released a new album. I just saw. I did see that. <laughs> I, like, I did see oh, that. Oh, He's alive. I, want, I wanted to listen to it. <laughs> Maybe next episode we'll talk about. We're talking. We got next episode. We're gonna talk about. We gotta get a little Kid Cudi album review in there too. Ooh, I haven't yeah, finished yeah, the entirety of that yet. I haven't, I haven't touched it, but yeah, there's a lot of talk. And I also want to do a top ten like. Albums of the year. Yeah, we will get to that. that's a, that's a close off the yeah, that's, that's yeah, a December yeah that's yeah. a post Christmas episode. Yeah, yeah. also we'll December twenty fourth, big day, not only Christmas Eve but Evan's birthday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But anyway, besides the point. All right, Rutgers yeah. basketball got Paul McKay out of I forget for something perhaps. Oh, uh, Gil um, St. Bernard's. Gil St. Bernard's man. That that he's one of the best assistants like, I've seen. He could hoop. Like I said, I saw him in high school. A six four Star six five player. point guard, great yeah. player. There's a lot of guys out there. It's, it's exciting to watch Rutgers football, basketball again. Yeah. Even now, Rutgers, Rutgers sports are really uptrending. Yeah. Uh, Steve Pickiel, right? The head coach, right? Pickle. I, I know Pickle. He's a, he's a great coach. He's, a, he's, he, he's, he's, a, he's another he's guy. He's a player's coach. And, and that's what you need in college. That's what you need in college. That's you, it. You need player's coach. You guys that – In college, you got to let the players play their game. Yeah. And you got to be that leader. Yeah. He's yeah. done phenomenal. You, you, the, you, kid, you, the students yes. love him. The players love him. You need leaders – and you need recruiters. That's it. And X he's and done those, both beautifully. Yeah, XSOs, you expect your coaches to have X. Beautiful and comeback. We brought a couple guys, a couple transfers, a couple guys that weren't really D1 material. One of some games, almost undefeated at home, had the best home record in the nation. Yeah. And now you're signing ESPN top 100 recruits, and it's looking beautiful. If there wasn't a pandemic, I would love to go to a game. They were. I was going to be a March Menace 110% to see that, them play because they were probably going to be like the sixth seed. We were robbed. 
We were robbed, damn it. This year is even better. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, these, uh, the cases. We won, what, down. four ranked games last season? Who they beat? I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that like. Iowa was beat, one but. of them. Okay. I forget the others, but I remember they showed, they showed the statistic up there. There's four ranked opponents. Oh, okay. 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 I, I, I'm, I'm not, not saying. They're kind of big. I'm anyways, not saying they're kind of big, but they're kind of big, man. Anyways, I just want to, we're going to move a quick transition into some music. I mean. Love you some music. A big last week that came up. We started off with December 2nd. was the birthday of Juice World. They put out a single. They put out. And, we watched uh, that Rutgers. Kick is no good. Rutgers, Rutgers wins. wins. Rutgers wow. wins in overtime. Big win to finish off the season. Big win. That is phenomenal, man. Huge win. Greg, Greg Schiano deserves it, man. Schiano's the guy. Yeah. That, that's a coach you want to play for right there. I guess, we're, I guess we won't if talk I about If I could ever get an interview from that guy, I'd love that. I love oh, Schiano so that would much. Be, that'd be great. But yeah, awesome. Great with the... Great with the wait, all their wins came on the road. That's hysterical. Tied for most conference road wins since 2000, Rutgers. That was a good team. Crazy. Crazy. Okay, now let's talk about music. Anyways. Please. Big, big past couple weeks, honestly. I want to start off with December 2nd, as I said. They yeah. put out the single, Juice World's birthday, December 2nd. Yeah. Real shit. His 22nd birthday. Mm-hmm. So, you remember, I just showed you the thing. Benny Blanco put a little story about how that song came about. It was their yep. first song they ever worked together. It was, I, I can't remember the exact, it was like 2017 or 2018. He found, uh, he heard from a friend about him, heard a single, liked his work, said they should work together. About 9,000 followers at the time on Instagram. Yep. Did a little collab with him. And a bunch of guys, this is, he was unsigned at the time, actually. Had a bunch of guys from labels there listening. He put out, they recorded about six, seven songs, they said. One of those being Roses, which is what their previously biggest song, that and Graduation. Yeah. And they they made this track first one of it together. I mean, it wasn't the most outstanding song, but it was a nice single. Yeah. It was it was a different change of pace, though. It's on his birthday, hearing him talk about, you know, life's great. He's getting better. He's making money. He's investing money. He's eating good. And he's living his life. He's happy. Life is good. It was it was a nice song to hear on twenty second birthday. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hate it. I, I actually I actually enjoyed that song. I know that's probably a shock to uh, my co host and friend here. Uh, <laughs> but like, well, because I I remember listening to Graduation. I I don't care about that song whatsoever. Like that song is like yeah, so. I I, I agree with that. A lot of people like it. I just didn't didn't really. It was, care it was just like so like. Like, it was it was just basically a cover to the actual graduation song, which is yeah, well, yeah, yeah. that's why I don't really care. Yeah. I don't knock it because it's just a cover, really. Yeah. Um. But you know, roses is a really good song. I like roses. Uh, but I just Benny Benny yeah. and Juice put out good work together. Yeah. Well, Benny Blanco has been around for like years oh yeah, and has produced some some really great songs. So yeah, like. The whole yeah, story I behind it. I like I I, it. I, the one thing that the that's more meaningful the song to me is really the whole story behind it. That's really their first song they ever made together. He was small. It was just cool to me. Yeah. No, I. I you just I talk agree. about that insane talent. Literally, just he just recorded the song. Okay, give me a next beat, next song recording. Did it like six, seven times. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. But no, then it goes, I like the song. And but the only thing that was just so goofy was the. 
all the deep breaths. Dude. I, I kind of, it was just an energy, you know, it was just a one-time recording. Dude, like, did you run a marathon? Like, what, like, come on, man. It was, it was just like, it was a little goofy. It was a okay, little I, goofy. I, I, I get you, I get you, I get what you're saying. It was goofy, man. But then we go into Six Days Later, which is the one-year anniversary of Juice World's passing away. He died at 21 years old. Was the, what was the date? Uh, December eighth. Eighth, I, re- I remember. Six that. days eighth. after his twenty-first birthday, man, I remember that day was yesterday. I was laying in bed, a late night, get a FaceTime from my roommate Dylan, who's probably listening to this when it goes up. What's up? He Shout tells me Juice World passed away, man. I, 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 I thought he was joking. One yeah. year ago. Yeah, I, well, I, re- I remember just laying down on my bed as well. I was going to work, and I just see like a bunch of stories. Saying that he, he died, I'm like, it, it was. What it's the really hell? This is not. I've never. An artist has never had bigger of an impact in my life. Never listened to as much music. He's the only concert I've ever gone to in my life was a Juice World concert with him and Ski Mask. Actually, the baby was there too. As a matter of fact, you were supposed to be there. You flaked on me a little bit. Oh come on! No 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 no. You were no. So, you were supposed to be there. I, I know I know. Look, if it's I, all if, good. It's all good. No, if I had like a little bit more freedom, yeah, I would have. No, I would have. Gus was on you a little bit. Yeah, you know. My, yeah, my parents. You know, Yo, they care about me, you know? I got Sorry that love my parents. <laughs> okay, okay, Chris. <laughs> love you, Steph. But anyways, man, it, it's just been a surreal one year, and the fact it came real quick. Yeah. And then they put out the song, uh, Remind Me of You, Reminds Me of You, my apologies, with the Kid Leroy. Yep. And people really like this track. They really Kid Leroy killed it. The only my only criticism of it is that on the one year anniversary, I would have liked a little bit more of a Juice World verse on a song because uh-huh. it seems to be like five six lines and he yeah. repeat himself a couple times. It was still once again phenomenal song. We love to hear a little bit more Juice, but I really liked it. Leroy's killing. He's getting better and better every time. Yeah, he's really you could see the Juice World in him. He's he's one of his disciples. Really, he's basically his son. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like when I heard him uh, sing, I'm like. It sounds like a little bit of Juice World, like like there was like a little twang of it, like it's the vocals. It's like Water with Lemon, like it's a little twang of the, yeah, you know. It's not my, the my content not that saying, great, but it's that style when he hits those vocals yeah. a little bit. No, I, I really like his vocal performance here, like the Kid Leroy. I really liked his vocal performance. Yeah, and I, I think we have I a like music video coming for this because people saw him recording at, at Juice World's memorial in Chicago when they had the big mural up. Uh, they they were, he was out there recording, mm-hmm. met with some fans, took some photos with some people. Cool. So I like to see with him, I. I said it, and I've called. I've said it for a while now. He's the real deal. This kid is going to be huge over the next five years. I don't want to doubt you because I think you know more in that rap genre. But think he's me. not. He's more of an artist than anything. He's just. Yeah. He does a lot more vocals. He's not a rapper. No, I agree. Well, it feels like now, like the whole rap game has kind of shifted to more melodic, more vocal, s- vocal harmony. And yeah, that's really that's what's it's been shifting so and and he's gonna be i think we a lot more heartbreak a lot more emotion felt music start yeah all starting you know you look at a little bit of 808s and heartbreaks of kanye west and now here we are in 2020 that's that was like that was like 10 years ago that came that came out that really started a lot of it 808s was huge it's amazing oh so amazing that was a great project great song that was on the nba 2k10 with uh, kobe by the way but i want to transfer even well my last comment is rp to juice world big yeah, impact on exactly. a lot of people's lives role model to many you know rest easy my guy yeah exactly and uh, also quick shot before we switch to a different music genre uh cloud cobain uh denzel curry uh became a platinum wow that's a phenomenal track yeah the, the, that's the music like, that, that video was, was cute. That was a dope. Great music video and great lyrics talking about the kind of like the whole. Arguably like, his best track. 
Definitely his most popular. I guess no, it's definitely to, not his most popular. His most popular was what's it called years ago? Oh, Ultimate, Ultimate, Ultimate. Yeah, but it feels like that was like that was like the big track that like okay, he's that on. like secured him. Yeah, that definitely secured him, and like a great talking about like the music industry, kind of him being like a puppet and kind of yeah. like being as a circus. Great track, like dance for me, Gr- puppet. Yeah, great track. Even better album. Yeah, the album is so good. It it's a such a great album. Uh, ta- taboo, great album. Great, great, great album. Yep. Great album. And Fantastic. then we just mentioned Kanye. I actually want to transfer a little bit into the Playboy Cardi drama, man. Oh, my so God. So not only no, – I'll open with Mario Judah has been playing with <laughs> this man. Where the fuck is Mario Judah? No, just where, where – uh, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know my terms. Mario I Judah. know my terms. So man. he puts – so he's been yelling Mario Judah, put it out, put it out, put it out. If you're not going to put it out, I'm going to put out my project. So on f- last Friday, he puts out the single B, yeah. I- I'm not going to lie. And he honestly – he kind of killed it. I'm not gonna lie. When all that was happening, I'm like, "There's there no are, way. There's yeah, there's no way. Like, it's either a. Okay, I was like, okay, Playboy Cry wasn't gonna release it, but I thought it was just Mario Judah just saying it. Like, I want it, or like, I'll like kind of like just saying it. Like, oh, he's gonna force Playboy Cry to release, or he's gonna release it, and I thought he was gonna have nothing. They're going into last night, Playboy Cardi was supposed to drop a whole lot of red. And he wasn't going to drop his entire project. Playboy Cardi, now you hear tweets from academics saying that now Playboy Cardi is, this is now, this is the first time I actually I think he said it. Playboy Cardi is going to drop on Christmas. It's going to be executively produced by Kanye West. And Travis mm. Scott might be on the project because Ooh. Travis Scott put out a tweet of him like something with vampire hours. He put out photos like okay. one of the captions. Okay. All right. So now this might become December 5th. And then, but you know, Mario Judah's like, I told you, if you don't put it out this Friday, that's it. So he puts out part one, he puts out four tracks to Whole Lot of Red. And not only that, he names it Whole Lot of Red, part one. Puts out four he songs. He does not care whatsoever. His, I know <laughs> a lot of it's an act, but you got to go on his Instagram. Lives. That man is entertaining. He's just screaming and yelling. Denzel Curry put out a comment on one of the posts. I know, I know. He said, Let the anger fuel you. People love him. Yeah. Scheme at, a lot of guys that just love he's afraid Uzi loves him. Uzi thinks he's the best artist of the uh, the come up artist of the year. Trippy Red loves him. Ski Mask loves him. These guys yeah. love Mario Judah. He's yeah, entertaining. I'll, he's I'll, 21 years old. Yeah. I'll, has there been another breakout artist this year in the rap game? I can't for this year has been very choppy, honestly. Well, yeah, true. It, 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 this whole year is a blur. I can't remember what was late 2019, early 2020, yeah, into mid 2020. Uh, March. March. What, a lot what of was guy, March? A lot of guys that burst out in the New York scene, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Mario Judah, man, he's just exciting. And the, the thing that's most, like, the coolest thing to me was that he not only wrote the song, but he produced it, filmed it, the music, but he did everything himself. Everything was done by Mario Judah. He's a modern day toast. I, oh, I do everything here. Yeah. <laughs> I do everything. Yeah, it's just okay, like, maybe I don't do everything, but I do a majority of the things. Well, as of right now. It's we'll, just, we'll get our social media popping off soon. Yeah. Vicious. He, he's killing it. You, you, need a, you need a moment to get... <laughs> yeah, you got me. Yeah, all right, all right. Easy, buddy. Easy. Yeah, that was that was good right there. Good good rap talk right there. But it's just cool. But we'll see what happens with Playboy Cardi. We, we he's ever, ever going to give us a whole lot of red. And yeah. then Uzi posted on Instagram the other day, and there's Marjuda leaving comments like, at least you dropped. That's true. That's true, and I'm not gonna lie. The, what was the song that you showed me today? What was the song called? The, oh, the Mario Judah single. Yeah, B. Yeah, he B. actually dropped it. I thought I was gonna hate it. I'm like, I don't not hate bad. it. I'm like, I 
kind of secretly really <laughs> like it. Like, and you don't know how to feel. I, there, there's some, there's something like there's something there that intrigues me. I might not like it all the time, but it's it, it's it like, catches oh. my attention. And maybe and like on a good day, maybe like like today, somehow I'm on a good day today. I don't know why. Although I have finals to study for, I like it yeah. somehow. It, it somehow works for me. And I'm a huge stickler with music and stuff that I like in general. So, yeah, I did not hate that song whatsoever, which is a shock. So, credit to Mr. Judah. Mr. Judah. Mr. Judah. He's practically the same age as us, if not, what, a little older than us. So, yeah, he Mr. Just Judah. 21, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's an adult. Damn it. I mean, yeah, that, that about covers that. You got anything else, Toast? Well, uh, oh, there's a couple singles. Yeah, I want to talk. Oh, you know, here's the thing with rap. Here, you know, here's the thing with rap. It's par. Reverse it. It's par. It's subpar. Right. It's it's rap schmat. You know, it's it's like it didn't even rhyme. I know it didn't. That's why I'm not a rapper. All right. So here's the thing. You gotta mix it up a little bit. I like me some rap, you know, Denzel Curry, Muy Fuego, but also you gotta diversify your, you know, I'm sick and tired of this Madden 21 soundtrack. That shit that's sucks. Bad. That's, that's not that's real. terrible. No, that's bad. That's, don't even. It's, it's flat out garbage. Yeah. I know it's a Denzel Curry song, but it's with Young Blood, and that shit is hot, fly, hot flaming pile of shit. Okay, get, get it it's, to your point. Get it all to right, your point. all right. So I listen to good music, if you don't know, and, you know, I love to dabble in some metal and dabble in some rock. And, you know, some bands that I really enjoy drop some album. I'll drop, not drop albums, drop singles. Uh, shout out to my boys from the UK in Architects. They dropped a, well, their first single came out in late August, uh, not August, uh, October called uh, Animals. And they released a, another single a couple weeks ago called uh, uh, Black Lungs. And it's a different sound with Architects. If you don't know who Architects is, they're a um, UK metalcore band huge in the metalcore scene uh unfortunately has had some struggles recently unfortunately their uh founding member and the lead guitarist tom Searle passed away a couple years ago so uh you know their 2016 album really just a his last sort of send-off for the band 2018 they came back with a holy hell which was the album of the year in metal it was an incredible just master class of melody and and metal and electronics and the writing the performances were amazing yeah. i saw i've seen them live in concert they are incredible and they dropped two singles uh and in animals which is these singles are a little different compared to their past music their music is very much they've had a little more of a raw edge more of that dillinger right. escape yes yeah. <laughs> right whatever god <laughs> this is my moment give me my moment here um architects they had they just had more of a uh, a true metalcore sort of style you know with their with their rhythmic structures and their vocals and here they've kind of toned it down a little bit they've had they had a little bit more electronics um and the vocals by sam carter are less of throat screaming uh just angst it's a little bit more refined and i really like that was a single at first i'm like okay it's 
okay. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different. It's not too. I like, listened to it too. It was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't too like out there. Like where it's completely out of left field. Like with how uh, "Bring Me the Horizon" had a big shift as well. This album's uh, this these two songs were kind of influenced by uh, "Bring the Horizons" uh, style. Yeah. Um, but but after re-listening to it a couple of times, I really like this song. It's not it's not my favorite Architect song, but I really enjoy it. I love the vocals by uh, Sam Carter. He's like the best. Now you've been a big fan of them. I've heard you mention them. Oh, love them. Uh, I can go on and on. And uh, Black Lungs, they, it came out a couple, uh, it came out like last week, I want to say, earlier last week. Really good song. A uh, little bit more of, uh, there's a little bit more metal, I guess you can say. A little bit more, uh, uh, more screams. There was a little bit more there. Uh, not compared to, I guess, what you wanted in an Architect song, but it's a different little sort of style. They've kind of evolved their style, and they've kind of, yeah, they've evolved their style pretty much every album. They've always tweaked it here and there, and yeah, I really like, I really like the two singles. Uh, their new album comes out in February. I'm really excited. I love Architects, and uh, you should too because it's really great. It's really good stuff. And uh, shout out to another band. Not as well known in the metal community, although they're pretty great. They're called Leprous. They're from uh, they're okay. from Norway, actually. Progressive rock. What's with band. those Europeans, man? They know what they're doing, it's man. A, it's those Vikings. It's, it's it's those elitist Viking metal fans. But uh, Leprous are a band where they've shifted from progressive metal, and their last album last year. What called... makes the metal more progressive? What's the, what's the difference? Well, I, like metalcore to like progressive metal. Yes. It's just uh, it's mainly more. Uh, not as aggressive it's, or something? No, it's progressive metal. It's more of like you think of progressive metal. You think of like more of like a journey. It's a little bit more longer, more dynamic. You can okay. say it's. Although there's a lot more technology. I more, it's more technology, more sort of uh, technical. Yeah, you can say when in the, the the not in the songwriting, but the 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 play itself. The okay, okay. Drum work and the guitar work and Leprous are one of those bands with different sort of rhythmic schemes and. Uh, their last album, Pitfalls, that came out last year, one of my favorite albums last year. They they shifted from a progressive metal to more of a progressive rock. Uh, the the lead singer, uh, very much a Norwegian name, uh, Einar Solsberg. Solberg, he's uh has has some of the most most he has like the beautiful voice. He has such a beautiful voice. His his range is incredible, and and there was some flack from his last album because. It was uh, he was like the main songwriter, so people were kind of like, eh, "It's pretty much yeah. like a solo project." But that being said, if it was a solo project, it was a damn good solo project because it was okay, really, okay. really, really I great. It. And they came out with a new single called "Castaway Angels." Mm-hmm. Really great. I love his vocals, and I really and I thought the 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 musicianship was was quite beautiful in a sense. I okay. love and when it comes to progressive, like there was a a journey and there was a little bit of a climax in the middle and the only problem i had with it is not really a problem it's just i wish it was a little longer it was like i think it's like a five minute song i wish it was like another minute or two and that's saying something because all these rap fans have these short ass attention spans that's right metal forever hell yeah it's not only short i'm not hearing it no no talk about it kid new paddock is like five minutes of just terrible who who's mentioning new paddock uzi fans they still talk about it, probably. 
Not really. Yeah, probably not. I don't, I don't think everyone said that. <laughs> yeah, that's just because it was the only song you could think off the top of your head that was Yeah, true. Long. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's true. I, I go lie. Get there one day. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. Look, I'm a rookie here. Come on. Like, I'm not a rookie. I'm more like a dreamman. I'm a, I like I've been on the practice squad a couple of times and like I'm trying to kind of make it, I'm trying to make it to the 53 man roster. But uh that being said, uh Leprous, beautiful. Um it was a more of a standalone uh single, so I'm not sure if that's gonna lead to an album, but yeah. I really I enjoyed their song. I enjoy their music. I think they're really great. And also, quick shout out to Foo Fighters. They released uh, a single like a couple months ago, and, and I love Foo Fighters. So and I just thought of them because I saw them on NFL Network uh, during the uh, Rams Patriots game because they did an interview. I just thought of them, and I love Foo Fighters. So that's really on my end. Uh, and if you, if we do a top ten uh, album of the year list, you Which know you know what direction I'm going in with my list. So here you go. We yeah. could do it by genre. That'll be a shit show, but it'll be fun. Yeah, that nah, means I really have to. I really need to catch up in my music, honestly. Like really. So what I? <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Like, <laughs> like honestly, uh, yeah, I, that's really it on my end. Yeah, that, that's do what I, I go. Do through. any? Is there any rap albums that make your top ten albums of the year? Uh, uh, yeah. I'm not gonna say. I'm excited. I'm, I'm not gonna say. I'm excited. And I, I think it might be one you. Don't expect. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think you would. You would think. Be like, Astroworld still makes it. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. It, of, of course, it's. I knew it. The solution was flex tape. Oh my god! <laughs> the amount of times I've read that. <laughs> Duh, it, was, it was. It's obviously Gunna's album. Duh. It's not Gunna's album. Um. But yeah. Um. I got. You know, we got a couple. We got a couple weeks. We got a couple. Weeks. We're doing good on time, kid. We're doing good on time. Make sure. What do we got? Uh, no, I think we just we can just quickly wrap it up here. We got time to catch up on some albums. We got a couple weeks. Obviously, with finals going to be done. Next weekend. week is going to be a painful week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we signed up for this already on Saturday. Yeah. We we signed up for this. Um, I guess. This whole I guess we did. Yeah, signed up for this whole school thing. You know. Don't know why or whatever, but yeah. yeah. Hey, well, what can you do? Um, but yeah, you know. Gotta catch up, and yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that whole uh, top ten list. Cause I thoroughly enjoy top ten lists; they're kind of fun. I wish I had like a enough albums to make a top ten worst list, cause that'd be really fun. Uh-huh. But I I don't have the time for that. Yeah, I have the time to listen to like hot garbage, really. So, so yeah, that's that's really it. Honestly, I'm gonna finish it off on a good note. Uh, yeah. thank you for listening to episode six. Episode six, six six. The number of the beast. And you flip it around, nine nine nine. I, I knew you were gonna say that, so I still said it. So nine nine nine, baby. And on that note, close it out. Real shit by Juice will give you a little taste. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. You too. <laughs> <laughs>